Welcome to the Salt and Light Podcast. A podcast whose focus is building a community of believers who work in purpose, make impact, and live in their full potential. According to Matthew 5, we believe that as children of God, our true identity is to be the salt and light of the world, and that we are called to preserve and shine. Join me, Stella, and Ruth, every week as we dig through the scriptures to discover what it truly means to be salt and light. Hey Saints! Welcome to another episode of the Sword and Light Podcast. We're so happy to have you. We hope you enjoyed our last episode where we talked about seeking first the kingdom. We read through Matthew 6.33. If you haven't listened to it, please go ahead and listen to it right after you listen to this one. Yeah, so today we are going to be looking at the fear of God, of hearing God. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> And we are going to be drawing this podcast from Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. And it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Yeah, that's the scripture. That's the word. <laughs> it's really interesting how many scriptures we found on the fear of the Lord. There yeah. are a lot. I mean, just throughout Proverbs itself, but also just it's just all over the bible how important it it is for us to fear the lord so and also everyone is talking about fearing god like you hear this everywhere yeah and if you're from zambia people say uh after god fear men so yeah meaning they feel like they understand that, that god should, should be yes, feared among everything else god should be feared yeah so i think the fact that even secular people can talk about it speaks to the fact that as christians we should talk about it a lot more but we should also work in it mm-hmm. a lot more than we talk about it so yeah um so i think we're going to start off by first talking about what fearing god means mm-hmm. because i think there are people who feel like fearing god is like being afraid yes. yeah so i think fearing god is not necessarily being afraid of him but having deep reverence for him mm-hmm. yes that's what i think fearing god is yeah that's definitely true because i think i also used to be like sure we're supposed to be like scared of god how are we supposed to be scared of this person that we're also supposed to like love and come to openly and stuff like that but fear as in in the context of god as stella has put it is mm-hmm. reverence for god is like a deep a deep respect and a deep honor and just yeah reverence basically so mm-hmm. Yeah, do not mislead. <laughs> it's not like that strict parents that you have that when they when they walk into the house, like yeah, just like run running away. away. That yeah. was asking my dad. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's also important to understand that you can't have reverence for God if you do not have a relationship with Him, mm-hmm. because then how are you going to like respect Him yeah. if you do not have a relationship with Him? You don't have knowledge of yes, who He you is. You actually have to know Him, and know what he is about Mm -hmm. and then you actually have reverence for him yeah because another thing is that um which i think we'll get to as the podcast goes on is when we talk about fearing god also sometimes it can be portrayed in a different way what people perceive to be the fear of the lord isn't the fear of the lord per se and yeah so we, we will talk about that today so that we can really 
be sure that we're walking in the right path like we're actually doing the right thing because it would be embarrassing <laughs> when you go to heaven and then god's like you didn't fear me and you're like but i did yeah. so yeah there's all those clarifications that we hope to make in this podcast on what it looks like to actually fear god mm-hmm. um when someone fears god i think it can be seen in the way they live their lives mm-hmm. because it's like when you are in a relationship with someone it's not necessarily that you're scared of that person do you guys see the consistency of stella <laughs> and relationship examples yeah it's not like you necessarily are scared of the person you just like respect them and mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to do anything that is going to cause harm mm-hmm. or pain to the other person mm-hmm. i think that's how it's supposed to be in our relationship with god so when you fear god it is going to show in the things that you do mm-hmm. you want to do things that are going to cause him pain you want to do things that are going to make him angry mm-hmm. because you actually respect him and you respect the relationship that, that you, you have, have. Yes. yeah i think that's really really true like sometimes and and especially bring it back to the context of the country that we're from our country is a christian nation right Mm -hmm. so it's like almost everyone that doesn't identify as like muslim whatever they all say they're christian so it's even it even makes it harder to like tell people like because people in our country basically it doesn't matter how unsaved they are like people (laughs) genuinely recognize the 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 fact that there's a god yes and they recognize that he's their god yes but not in a way of like actually being their god mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. so it's like people will be like yeah mulungu <laughs> nwabonse eh mulungu chani like everyone people actually even play gospel music in clubs yeah in like yeah they think it's somehow okay <laughs> like even like a lot of it is really like very half sided like mm-hmm. one leg in one leg out and and it feels like it's okay you know yeah. To the point where when you're fully committed to the lord people always ask you questions like hey you overdo it or like why are you always doing this you know you can live your life you're young blah, yeah blah. it's sh- not that deep yeah like it shows the fact that there's irreverence for god yeah. in people's lives like we have like there are certain scenes that we look at with more gravity and like so people will show you that they understand that there should be a fear of god but they don't really understand that the fear of god should be in every aspect yeah. of their lives because mm-hmm. fear in god is like seen in people's actions yeah and it can't be like set all your actions are supposed to show the fear of god mm-hmm. you can't do certain things and say oh no i fear god but then you do something it's inconsistent yeah. with that statement mm-hmm. and um i read i was reading um the bible the other time i think two days ago and i was reading the story of when abraham went to when abraham when abimelech got sarah and abraham had said sarah was his sister yeah. and what happened was later that night i don't know if it was the same night we're just going to assume <laughs> like the lord came to to abimelech in a dream and yeah. he told him like why have you gotten abraham's wife and you know he said all those things like he told him take him take back the wife and he'll pray for you and you will not die yeah. abimelech was terrified he had the fe- the bible said he had the fear of the lord like mm-hmm. literally god you know he understood like there's a god <laughs> yeah and he went the next day he was pleading with abraham like he was mm-hmm. like what have we done mm-hmm. to you why would you do this to us and why abraham said us, yeah why would you lie to sister. us and what Abraham said was very interesting. He said, I, I thought you people, like he, I'm paraphrasing. He said, I thought you did not have the fear of the Lord here. So I, like he didn't know what they would do to him. Yeah. And yeah. for me, it's like, why would Abraham make that assumption? 
you know <laughs> that means there, there was some signals there was the way they laid that made him think like mm, do these guys fear god like yeah. is it going to be yeah. safe if i tell them this is my wife yeah. you know so that clearly states from the word of god that there's a certain way people live that can show you whether or not the fear of the lord is with them and also i think from the story that you just shared mm-hmm. i think you can also know if god gives you certain instructions and mm-hmm. you do not do them yeah. then you know that you do not fear them because ah, yeah, why yeah, else yeah. are you not doing yeah. what he has asked you to yeah. do because when your parents tell you to do something yeah you do it because you are you fear them like mm-hmm. if i don't do this I, like you have to do what mm. they ask you to do but then when God asks you to do something and you yeah. don't do it then you're just telling him that you know what yeah like I don't care <laughs> and I think the only the other way is especially when we look at God when in like the the, the analogy Stella just gave with the parents thing I think sometimes when you look at parents like for me like sometimes sometimes guys especially when I was younger now I'm maturing this is me excusing myself yeah. but sometimes my dad will ask me to do something and I might delay mm. I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. And then he'll maybe even ask me again. And it's not even necessarily that I don't fear my dad. Okay, it is to, to a degree. It yeah. kind of shows the yeah. amount of reverence, right? That I have sure. for him. So it's like, sometimes you shouldn't even look, some, in, especially when God gives us instructions. I think it's best for me what I found to look at him, not even as just the father part, but also from the Lord part, which yeah. is what we spoke about a few episodes ago, if not last week. Yeah. Like, God is our Lord. And so, like, look at him like the way the police are. Mm-hmm. Like, with the police, there's no arguing. Like, you want yeah. to at what? You just go. Like, if they tell you get out of your car, you get out of your car. Mm-hmm. Mainly because, first of all, you understand that there's a possible threat right there of possibly being killed. Yeah. Or even just, like, you understand the dangers that are with not listening to the police when they tell you to, when they give you an instruction so i think that's the thing we need to look at with god is that the actual consequences to not fearing god yeah. that hurts to say <laughs> that hurts and i feel like even if we would like to disagree with the fact that if you do not do something that someone has asked you to do mm-hmm. it means that you have no reverence for them that's and that's just like a fact yeah because even just like ruth said like in families there are mm-hmm. certain people that will ask you to do something yeah and you rush like mm-hmm. you run like okay i need to do this because yeah. this person has asked me to do this but and other like, people <laughs> but other people are just like yeah like i'll do it later yeah and it actually shows how much you respect those people yeah and so you can't go around speaking in a certain way and say you fear god mm-hmm. like let your life be consistent with your beliefs mm-hmm. otherwise one thing becomes invalid like yeah. you have to, it, it's it's you stand for one thing and the thing that shows what you stand for is your actions and 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 also this is recognizing and i think i always say this in most of our episodes that this is recognizing that we're all on a growing journey in our christianity and i yeah. think this is something that stella and i want to make very clear we're not shaming people but we're just telling you that there's a need to grow and yeah. that need must be urgent right because mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like when people say oh we all grow at different paces sometimes it can seem like like it can almost like be like a, a license of, yeah like you have time mm-hmm. you can do this now and mm-hmm. then you do these things yeah. later like but we don't have time it's urgent we need to show the fear of the lord mm-hmm. especially also just for the world to see and in proverbs 8 verse 13 mm-hmm. the first part of the verse says that the fear of the lord is hatred for evil of mm-hmm. evil 
So I think that means that if you claim to mm-hmm. fear God, mm-hmm. you can't do evil things mm-hmm. because fearing God is actually going Hatred to make yeah, it's going to make you hate evil. Mm-hmm. Those things do not they can't coincide. Yeah, yes. they can't work. They can't coincide. And I think Stelinda even talked about this earlier, where we said like one of the biggest hurdles, even for me, like I'll speak this for myself. What, I used to feel very out of place. What, what, what? Like, I was one of those people who would be like, I feel out of place with Christians. Because for the most part, I was trying to do both. Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to have the fear of the Lord, but also have the love for evil. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you, how do those two come together? They can't come together. So you find that one will be failing. And so it's like, if you hate evil, then you fear God. If you fear God, like, you can't do both. I remember uh, I was attending a cell meeting once and one of the ministers from church, Minister Mono, <laughs> giving you a shout yeah, out. That was Minister Kakoma, <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> um, Minister Mono was talking about how when you give your life to Christ mm-hmm. and you hold on to things in the world, it's going to be very difficult for you because you have not fully given yeah. your life to Christ. And the reason why it's hard is because you want to be in Christ and you also want to be in the world. Mm-hmm. But then when you fully give your life to Christ, meaning you have no other life yeah. separate from your life in yeah. Christ, like that's the only thing that yeah. you have. So you have nothing else to look at or nothing else to, to compare yeah, to, to. compare your life to. You won't have like any problems with, oh no, it's hard. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just feel like doing this and what because your life has fully been given to Christ. Yeah. And like Ruth said, people do grow at different stages, but mm. we all need to grow. Yeah. And it's urgent to grow. <laughs> I think let's emphasize the fact that there's urgency for us to grow. I was one of those people. Like, I would find every excuse for why I'm not growing. Mm-hmm. To this day, sometimes I'm one of those people who will be like, but, but, but the truth is that there's no buts with God, yeah. right? You have yeah. to give yourself fully to Him and w- allow Him to work in you. Because I honestly don't think God is unfaithful. Like, we know God is not unfaithful. So, meaning that he's faithful to change us. And yes, the change takes long, but the change takes place. And the fear takes place. And even the scripture that Stella read about the fear of God being the hatred of evil. Mm -hmm. It's like one thing will set out growing the other. Gradually, it will flip. Like, one moment you enjoyed listening to some some type of music that clearly dishonored God. And this Mm -hmm. is something that we don't even like talking about, especially like music and movies. There are certain things that clearly dishonor God. There's no middle ground that these people are advocating for a lifestyle that literally it tramples on every principle of the Lord, every law of the Lord. It tramples on it. But you want to make an excuse for listening to that music (laughs) or you want to make some, you know, it's, it's sad. (laughs) (laughs) um the first scripture i read also said the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom Mm -hmm. and i think that also means when you begin to fear god Mm -hmm. you become wise Mm -hmm. i think there's a there's a certain sermon that we're listening to that we're talking about that was talking about the fear of god Mm -hmm. and he talked about how you can get you can get knowledge from any place you can get knowledge from school lectures and Mm -hmm. all these things but then wisdom is only you can only get wisdom when you begin to fear God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and, and the wisdom is what li- actually drives you through life. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is what shows you how to apply knowledge. Yes. So without, without wisdom, really, it's like you're just... Look, you know how people win the lotto and then the next week they're broke? Yeah. That's exactly what 
knowledge without wisdom is without the ability to apply, apply it, yes. to apply it you you fail because then you become like i've met people who like you talk to them and they're smart but their life doesn't mm-hmm. that's my biggest horror in life like to be that person <laughs> who's like you, always having ideas yeah but, but like how do you out? apply yes. it takes wisdom to apply the things that you learn mm-hmm. and like imagine like not being wise and and also you can tell that people don't fear God in the way, as you said, in the way that they apply certain things to their lives. Mm-hmm. So it shows a lack of wisdom. Say a lack of wisdom is to some degree a showing of how much people fear God. Yeah. And also there are certain things that you will never stop doing until you begin to fear God. Mm-hmm. Because when you begin to fear God, you become wise, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain way that wise people behave. Yeah. Like wise people don't just go about yeah. doing anything and everything. And honestly, being wise is going to save you from so much hurts yeah, and yeah. troubles. Yeah, you can avoid a lot of things yeah. just by being wise, and you become wise by fearing God. Yeah, and I think another thing to emphasize is also like just as a ripple effect of what wisdom does. Look at Solomon, wisest man that ever lived, mm-hmm. and you look at his life. His life shows like the the things that were a product of his life like his 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 wealth and his mm-hmm. all these things show the fact that there was he, these are wise decisions these are yeah, not decisions yeah. that were made without mm-hmm. wisdom right so this is also just an encouragement that when you walk in in wisdom i believe that even the way your life starts to show what your life produces shows that truly there's a god who's giving this person wisdom and this wisdom is being applied correctly yeah. and then you can see from the way you don't want to judge some bigger just <laughs> fear god yeah and also i read from an article that said that when you hear someone fears god mm-hmm. you trust that person more mm-hmm. because you know they are not going to do anything that is out of line mm-hmm. and they'll always do things that are right because they fear god like yeah they won't harm you they won't do anything that's going to yeah and that's why the church is so safe because when we go to church we expect that the people there fear god yeah and that's why we 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 are supposed to go to church with with confidence and Mm -hmm. like and that's why it's so important for the people in the church to fear god because we're literally the representation so it's like if someone comes to me and they tell me something and then in my lack of wisdom i go tell people (laughs) that injures their faith and so it shows how how desperately we need to fear God so that we can walk in wisdom so that we can even preserve other people's faiths Mm -hmm. and let me share a short story I know we're running out of time but like when Jacob I don't know little backstory I've forgotten but Jacob had told his children to bring all their like false gods and like I think they they, they were embarking on some journey of sorts Mm -hmm. and so he asked them to like abandon all their other gods and all these other gods that they were worshipping all the people in his household and they gave all those gods away and they like denounced them and as they walked they walked through their journey God caused his terror to be upon the other nations Mm -hmm. so that they don't attack jacob's jacob's uh, mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. and for me that signifies the fact that when we tr- truly fear god the fear of god also comes upon the other people around that us. are around us yeah. so imagine that the fear of god in me can entice my sisters mm-hmm. the fear of god instead like can entice her brothers like the fear of the lord in each of us can mm-hmm. bring more people to god so it's also a part of like we are winning people to christ yeah, in are. the same way like naomi for her to have to go back to her land had some sort of fear for god and look at what mm-hmm. that did for, for ruth yeah. ruth literally abandoned the them <laughs> that's not the point <laughs> 
but guys again consistency consistency but yeah ruth literally chose to leave her gods her people everything yeah. to follow this naomi yeah. because of how radical naomi's yeah. fear for god became mm-hmm. so be yeah, encouraged and I, like, <laughs> and I feel like it is contagious honestly because if ruth is like my closest friend and she fears god mm-hmm. i feel like at one point or another yeah. i'll also start having that reverence for yeah. god i think that's the testimony of our friendship with stella <laughs> like i feel like her faith really helped my faith grow yeah. like the years like there was a lot mm. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff Give that the <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that happened that had i not been that close to stella in those seasons of my life, I'd have probably gone astray. Like, even when I was still doing wrong things, like, I th- feel like our friendship anchored me in some way. Like, she even took me to the House of the Faith Church, guys. <laughs> and now, like, it's a lot. One day, we will talk about how Stella changed my life, but not today. But, yeah, I think it really shows. It shows in the friendships that we have. If we're consistent with our fear of the Lord, we can change people's lives. It's true. It happens. I'm a testament of it. I think that's why most people, mm. when you ask a lot of women, they always say, oh no, I want a God-fearing man. <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> yes, everyone wants a God-fearing man, <laughs> girl. Yeah, I think everyone wants that. And be, I think, like we talked about earlier, it's easier to trust someone that's God-fearing. Yeah. So most people, when they talk about them wanting a God-fearing man, I think they just feel like they'll be more safe. Mm-hmm. And like... They can trust their life with the person that they are yeah. dating or getting married to because he has the fear of God in him. Yeah. God fearing men hit us up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm joking, not really, but I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that was it. Unless I think there's some scriptures that I took down that I'd like to read also about the fear of God. Um Psalms Psalm 25 verse 14 says the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him and then Psalm 147 verse 11 says the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and then Psalm 145 verse 19 says mm-hmm. he fulfills the desires of those who fear him this one's my favorite because <laughs> you know fulfilling desires oh, yeah. but yeah so God is faithful to those yeah. that fear him like, that's literally my encouragement, even just to myself. I'm just yeah. like, just fear God. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I wake up, I'll just be like, just fear God because <laughs> he's yeah. good. And when you fear God, I feel like it's even a benefit to yourself because you want to do things that are going to injure you. Yeah. Because when you're fearing God, you're obviously doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there's that. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, remember to follow our Instagram and TikTok and to leave a review after listening to the podcast. Leave a review, especially <laughs> on my iPhone users. You can also rate the podcast. Yes. Yeah. And then if you're listening through Anchor, you can leave us a voice message and tell us which part of the podcast you enjoyed the most. And yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs>